is up, everybody? This is Keith. I go by Gator Guy 231 across the TFS industry. And we are covering the FA Cup final without Manchester City. That's like crazy, right? Win the league, win the League Cup. They're probably going to win the Champions League, but they did not qualify for the, the FA Cup final. It is Chelsea versus Leicester. And it'll be an interesting slate. Um, neither one of these teams are exactly like the most DFS friendly. Um, you know, you have a couple guys that are going to be locking loads. I'll go over that in a minute. Um, but, you know, some guys that are very tilting. And I think ultimately in this game, you know, getting the goals or getting the goalie right could be the difference between whether you are cashing, um, winning GPPs, or way outside the bubble. So we'll go over all that. Also going, going to go over some strategy on playing showdown. Uh, I think this is only like the second or third soccer showdown video I've done. So do want to kind of give you guys some uh, tips on how to play soccer showdowns. But a quick reminder. First, we need you to like, comment, and subscribe to all the amazing stuff here at the Mayo Media Network. I am so fortunate to be part of it and want to make sure that all of you are watching all of the great content that is on this channel. If you want to find more from me, you can find me out um, at GatorGuy231 on Twitter and follow our YouTube channel, FSIDFS, search Fantasy Sports Insight, or if you can search FSIDFS, it'll all get you to the same place. We have amazing content on there as well. So I'd love for you nothing more than to be plugging your Mayo, getting your Mayo Media Network, getting your FSI and winning a ton of money in DFS. All right, so I want to start out before going into the game and just talk soccer showdown, just quick basics. If you played a ton, hit fast forward for about a minute. But the, the basics of DFS soccer, in, especially in the showdown format, is the first lock in the set pieces. So set pieces are corner kicks, free kicks. They are like your guaranteed points, right? Every team, kind of scary to say that. Watch, I'm going to say it and then it not happen. But every team normally gets number of corner kicks, number of dead ball opportunities, where the primary set piece taker gets a chance to cross the ball in the box to hopefully create a scoring opportunity. On DraftKings, you get 0.7DK for the cross. So guarantee point there. And if it results in a shot, that's a shot assist. So you now, got, now I have 1.7DK. So all of a sudden, you know, on slates where sometimes, you know, getting 68 DraftKings points from any player is hard to do. You got 1.7 just for one play, for one dead ball, because that guy was the one that was assigned as the set piece taker. And you can research and find out who does that. Um, look at past games, look at corners. Go watch YouTube clips. So many different ways to do it. You know, the score, you know, go on sofa score. You can look for the shade around the corner. All these different ways you can find um, the set piece takers. After the set piece takers, the only other, and we got to oftentimes play in a world where we don't know if a goal will happen, right? This game specifically has a two and a quarter total. Very, very low. So the books say most likely two goals, more than likely not three, right? So all of a sudden just, spending all of our money on strikers that may or may not score and they don't score may only get like two drafting points. That's probably going to sink your lineup. So you play in a world where you just look for if a goal doesn't happen, who are the guys likely to accumulate DraftKings points? We do that with crosses. So we're looking at the wide players. So guys like fullbacks, wingbacks, wingers, guys on the outside of the pitch, and the DraftKings systems tend to score better. They drop more fouls. They get crossing opportunities. They get shot opportunities. They always seem to score better than guys in the central center of the pitch. So tying that all back to this slate, you very well can be playing all fullbacks and all set takers for your cash build. Now, typically, 
to win a GPP, you're going to need the goal scorer. If the games end one to zero, very good chance that the goalie of the team that has one to zero got a goal's worth of points, right? He gets five DK for the win, five DraftKings points for the clean sheet. And then any save he gets is two. He loses two if he allows a goal, but he won one nothing. So nothing's allowed. So again, that's the strategy. I know that was quick. I hope that helped at least put some basis on the picks that we're going to talk about. All right, let's go to the game. Chelsea versus Leicester. Chelsea is a solid favorite. They're minus 107. Leicester is plus 317. And as I said, a two and a quarter total. All right, let's go over the hierarchy of sets because both of these teams can make give you a headache with who's taking the set pieces. For Chelsea, if on the pitch, which I cannot imagine he wouldn't be in a cup final, but Mason Mount, cover of this article or of this, of this uh, video, Mason Mount will definitely take some sets. Next in line would be Reese James, who has been on and off corner kicks this year, but last game, which we need to go use the most recent game as, as evidence, was the only other player to take with Mason Mount. After that, if on the pitch, we might see Hakeem Ziyech take. I don't think he's going to play, but that would be the next guy. And then after that, and not guaranteed to take anything, would be Ben Chilwell. On the Leicester side, here's where it gets very confusing. For the longest stretch, for two plus years at Leicester, we have seen James Madison take every single set piece. He has not taken set pieces since being back from injury. It was Yuri Tielemans who took the entire time he was gone. And then even when he was back on the pitch. Well, now recently we've seen Mark Albrighton come in and be taking all of the corners over Tielemans. So the hierarchy of sets, in my opinion, is Mark Albrighton, one, then Yuri Tielemans. And at that point, if both of them aren't on, we could do James Madison. All of them could be scoring just fine, even without the set pieces. But where I'm going to start in my builds, if we see all of those guys in, first guy in my lineup, Mason Mount, monopoly set piece taker, oftentimes for Chelsea, fantastic open play value. He shoots a lot, draws fouls, even gives you defensive stats. So Mason Mount, in my opinion, is the best play on the site. At that point, second player for me, Mark Albright. And the last two starts, a goal and assist. Mark Albright has always been somebody that we know to love to cross the ball. Um, he always gets in a wide position. Even when he doesn't have set pieces, he often gets eight to 10 crosses. So Mark Albright is a great DFS play. There's no guarantee he's going to start this game. But if in, those are my first two guys in. From there, I love Reese James. Reese James, much like Rolls, uh, Mark Albrighton, more so before Tom, Thomas Tuchel took over. But Reese James loves to cross the ball. He does do some defensive work for you as well. Gets fouls drawn, gets tackles, gets interceptions. Last game, eight crosses. That's the Reese James we like to see. We've seen Reese James get 17 to 20 crosses. We've also seen him under Thomas Tuchel get zero. That's kind of the tilt with you know the new Chelsea. So your top three cash plays, in my opinion, and optimal plays, you can play them in GPP, is or is or are Mason Mount, Mark Albrighton, Reese James. All right, let's talk about the rest of the player pool now that I gave you kind of your starting point. At the top, you see Khalid, uh, I can't say his name right. Um, I just call him Nacho. It's just the easiest way. But Kaleche Ia Nacho, I believe, is somewhat close. Feel free to correct me. But has been an absolute... Oh, one more freeze here before I go any further. Be very careful with the DraftKings logs. DraftKings only imported the FA Cup. They did not import any of the EPL data. So the 30-plus games of EPL data is not in the game logs. Just a couple FA Cup games are. 
So if you want accurate depiction of what the guys are doing, make sure you look back into game logs from the actual Premier League, so you know. Um, so just, just as a PSA, but Il Nacho has been on absolute terror. Um, he has been the driving force of Chelsea, or I'm sorry, of, of Leicester over the last few weeks. He is the most expensive player on the slate and needs a goal to pay off. I think he is a fade in cash, but in GPP, obviously, if you think he scores, get him in your lineup. Um, next on the list, we see Timo Werner. Um, you know, Timo Werner at this point has been known more for his misses than his conversions. That said, he still shoots. He still draws fouls. He is going to be central, much like Ian Acho. I think he's going to need a goal or assist to, to get there. So more of a GPP play, but cannot fault you. James Madison, in my opinion, is going to be the decision of the slate. Um, just casuals that don't play every single week are going to know James Madison as just the guy from the EPL that you plug and play that draws fouls, shoots a ton, you know, just a few games ago versus Newcastle. And it had, I think it had five shots, um, draws fouls, used to take every corner. So if you did not play EPL for the last three months, you would go James Madison. Oh, easy. That's the easiest play in the slate, lock and load. Now he's in the hole. So he's playing centrally. He doesn't have set pieces. He's still a phenomenal player, phenomenal player. Well, probably the, you know, up there with Mason Mount in terms of the most creative, I would actually say he's more creative than Mason Mount. But without those set pieces, it's really hard to get to give him the same floor he used to have. I think there's a really good chance he still ends with 7 to 9 DK. The question is, can you make up those 7 to 9 DK in floor, right? If he scores a goal or assist, he's going to get obviously a lot more than 7 to 9. But without a goal or assist, can you make that else, up elsewhere or do you need to spend the cost? I think that's going to decide cash games on this slate. From down there, you see uh, Christian Pulisic, who's been very good. Not sure if he would start. I think he, at this point, starting last game and starting in the Champions League, um, would start. But obviously, you know, much like the last up the, wow, the previous four needs a goal or assist to get there. Um, we probably see Kai Havaretz at 12.9. I'm sorry, I have captain pricing up. Uh, at 8,600, goal or bust. Yuri Tielmans is another decision of the slate. If you do not see Mark Albright in it, Yuri Tielmans is a lock. He'll be on what seems like a monopoly set piece. Is Yuri Tielmans is a phenomenal player, probably is in the contention to start for, for uh, Belgium, the number one team in the world uh, internationally uh, in the Euros. He's that good. Um, would be on monopoly set pieces, has good open play value, um, just, just a stellar, stellar, truly awesome player. So again, no Albrighton, Tielmans is a lock. Albrighton in, Tielmans is a good play, just gonna be, be your fit. Uh, from there, we got to see Albrighton, Ben Showell, is this a revenge game? Well, he played for Leicester last year, made a ton of money by making the move to Chelsea. Probably is not that upset with Leicester, but, you know, obviously would love to show out. Um, ben Showell all season has had a decent floor, but much like Reese James, once Thomas Tuchel took over, we don't see nearly the amount of crossing, but he's wide. He's playing a wingback position, so it means he's the widest player on the left. You know, good play. It's, a, it's, a, it's an accurate price for him. There's no value there. I think Jamie Vardy at 7,200 will get a ton of interest. Um, but much like, you know, Nacho, much like Kai, much like Werner, much like Pulisic, go or bust. Jamie Verdi is on PKs. Uh, let's go down from there. We see Reese James, who would be awesome. Um, hopefully he plays. That would be easy. Then you're going to have your goalies. Look, here's what I'll just say about goalies. When you are scripting for GPPs, you should be scripting zero zeros. You should be scripting one zero one side, scripting one zero another. Any one zero result 
you should have the goalkeeper in that lineup because like I mentioned in the prelude, he will likely get a goal's worth of points. Five for the win, five for the clean sheet, and then one save and he's at 12. So there's a goal. And especially at the prices, that's hard to make up. So goalies are probably more GPP, but if you have a strong conviction either way that Chelsea wins one or two to nothing or Leicester wins one or two to nothing, play that goalie. Down in the value, it'll be interesting who plays um, outside for Leicester. Uh, Mark Albright has been playing right wing back over Pereira. Um, Pereira is a good player. He's only 5,800 as a solid option. Um, we've also seen, uh, let me just make sure I got his price. T uh, Timothy Castagne, 5,200. Make sure he's not in the back three, but when he plays wing back at 5,200, that is a great price. Um, we'll also potentially see Luke Thomas on the left. He scored on the weekend. He's only at 4,800. So all those are good value from a wide position. All work. Two last plays. Wilfred Ndidi is a great play on FanDuel. FanDuel rewards attempted tackles, and Wilfred Ndidi has never seen an opportunity to attempt a tackle that he will not go into. So, uh, and on DK, you know, he can get there. He gets you four to five DK. I think he's fine. And then N'Golo Conte, much like Ben Chilwell, is it a revenge game for Conte? Well, first off, I don't think N'Golo Conte has a revenge uh, mode in his, uh, in his soul. That guy's never had a moment he's not smiling, but um, the true engine of the EPL and Goto Conte at 3,600, um, you know, we'll play 90 minutes. We'll go all out, you know, from time to time, especially if he sees Jorginho in there, um, has kind of a little bit more freedom to uh, go up and down the pitch. Uh, so at 3,600, I think, don't think you can go wrong. I guess just finally, Jorginho, if you want to play for Chelsea PK, he's the primary PK taker for Chelsea. All right. There's a lot of picks there. Um, make sure you check the graphic as it's been coming through for my top picks and who you should build around. But as a recap, um, assuming lineups are kind of as we've been seeing them, Reese James, Mark Albrighton, Mason Mount are your first three in. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you all once again for watching. If you want to find more of my content, check me out at GatorGuy231 on Twitter. Or I can't even say that. Twitter. And uh, check out FSIDFS on YouTube for all of our videos. Thank you all so much. With that, I'll say, see you.